0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Not Playing to Win. It's a board game podcast for gardeners, tree huggers, and people who love to stop and smell the flowers. My name is Kate, and with me, as always, is Arizona. Hi. And Sarah. Hello. We put together a beautiful selection of games today to talk about the wonders of spring, and it has just been dumping snow all day on
1: Minneapolis. (laughs) (laughs) It was supposed to snow tomorrow for us in Wisconsin.
0: I'm kind of hoping that it doesn't, because I've gotten used to it being nice now. Yeah, it snowed a little in the morning. I'm like, oh, I'm sure it'll just stop and melt right away. And it just has been going Oh wow. goddamn damn. I feel like that doesn't bode well for us. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's probably headed your way. Yeah. So we can just talk about happy springtime games instead. Okay. Yeah. Pretend that everything isn't awful. <laughs>
2: yeah, that sounds like nice. Because
0: at least real spring, once it, you know, does happen, is a thing I could enjoy even if I am yeah. still in quarantine because I don't need people to make make it better. Early? Yeah,
1: there are, you know, there's still like plants growing and I don't know, me and Arizona were outside yesterday and wow, you know, trees and plants and
0: birds, all the,
1: all the usual
0: things you find outdoors, I guess. <laughs> Air. Life is still happening outside of my house? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Mind blowing.
1: <laughs> so our first game is game is Kodama, the tree spirits. Uh, it's a two to five player game and it takes about 30 minutes. It's made by indie boards and cards and action phase game. Kodama is a game about growing trees. Unlike every other tree game that we've talked about on this podcast, it's not a game for assholes. <laughs> I know it's like
0: actually nice. You can't and just cute actually and happy. Yeah, no. you
1: can't actually really fuck anyone else over in this game. It's sort of just like you making your beautiful tree and like I don't know, maximizing how great your tree is. You can't, you can't do anything to hurt anybody else, really, except maybe take a card that they want, which isn't that bad. Everyone starts with a tree trunk and you connect branches to it uh, that all have special features on them. The features are flowers, caterpillars, mushrooms, fireflies, clouds, and stars. So they could have a combination of different elements or just like one, um, and then you score points for each feature in a continuous line down the branch from the most recently placed branch. So like if I placed a branch with a flower on it and the branches below, the like branch below it has a flower on it, then I would get a point for the branch I placed and the point below it. And like that would continue all the way down to the trunk. And you can do more than one. So if like I had a flower and a caterpillar on my branch and I had ones going down from that, I could still score both of those. But there's a maximum number of points you can score in one turn for your branch, which makes it nice because it means that no one can really run away with the game. And also it means that your tree can't just be one really long branch, <laughs> shooting branch. straight up into the sky.
0: <laughs> That's what trees look like, right? <laughs> yeah. One? beam
1: I I like I like that because I try to make my tree somewhat balanced usually when I play this game and then I get mad if someone else is just like my tree is just one long branch going to the right and, and nothing else I'm like your tree would tip over yeah. You play four turns a season um, each turn you place a new branch on your tree and you do that for three seasons spring summer and fall trees don't get to grow in the winter during the season there's a special rule called a decree that affects everyone and it's usually usually like has to do with like how many points you score for a certain feature or maybe like ups the maximum points from 10 to 12 or something like that. And then at the end of each season, you get to play a Kodama card from your hand, which gives you points if you do a certain goal. Um, so like maybe it wants you to have like mushrooms coming from every branch that touches your trunk, or like maybe it wants you to have like four flowers in a row on one branch or something. The goal cards are super cute because they have all different little Kodamas on them and the Kodamas are just adorable. They're like little... Have you ever seen the Miyazaki film Princess Mononoke? Princess Mononoke? Yeah. They look a lot like those little white Little that tree sit in the spirit teens. guys, yeah. yeah. But these are even cuter because they usually have like little like grass or like flowers coming out of their head, or they're just like really dumb looking. <laughs> some of them, were, some of them <laughs> wear masks. The yeah, one. sometimes they wear masks, or maybe they're like really sleepy, <laughs> and they're just adorable. One thing that is so like our roommate Emily used to have this game. And when she moved out, I bought a new version of this game and they're slightly different. In her version, whoever won the game, there was three little trees, three little kodamas doing different poses that you had to put in your tree. And then you were supposed to take a picture of them. <laughs> um, Fought in up. my, yeah, I know it was really cute. In my version, if you go over 50 or 100 points, there are kodamas on swings that you get to put in your oh. tree, which is also really cute. So I don't know. I I know. I was like, oh, I'm sort of sad that, like, I don't have the winning Kodamas. But then I was like, oh, but, like, these Kodamas are really cute, too. So I'd be sad if I had the other one and not these. So they're just... They're just really adorable is all I can say about that. (laughs) This same company makes several other games with similar themes. There's Kodama Duo, which is just a two-player version of this game. I don't exactly know how it's different from playing it normal two-player. I haven't tried Kodama Duo. Have either of you tried it? No. I have not. I assume it might just be a little bit more head to head, but I haven't tried it. Yeah. I maybe should. <laughs> they also make Kodama 3D, which is very similar to this game in that it's still about growing your tree and playing branches, but you get a little trunk standy and then the um like a cardboard trunk and then the branches slot into places on the trunk so that it grows in the shape of a tree. It and just makes a cute little 3D it's, tree stand. It's really cute. I'd say it's like slightly more simple than the regular Kurama yeah. in that there's like a few less features, but it comes with really cute little... Kodama meeples.
0: Yeah, you sent me the picture of those yesterday and I just died. Oh my god, they're so freaking cute. They're
1: so cute. They were cute already and then we put the stickers on them and their faces are so dumb and adorable. (laughs) (laughs) I really love them. They also have a game called Kokoro, which is a roll not not a roll and write. It's It is. It's sort of a roll and write, essentially, but it's got cards instead of Flip cards and write. Yeah. Um, Where you're making paths through a forest and gathering, like, different features. And I will say, I fucking love Kokoro. Oh, we've played Kokoro,
2: like... like, 1.2 million times? Oh, yeah. I I feel like we've played it over 10 times
1: this year. Oh, yeah. For sure, right?
2: It's so hard. Like, yeah, you flip cards to get paths and you draw yeah. the paths in your little draw erase thing. But like, it's simple and fun and different each time you do it. And I'm, mm-hmm. I've gotten worse somehow the more I play it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I love it. And I'm always just like, Oh, what should tree play. And like, part of me just wants to be like, let's just play Kokoro again. Just play like,
1: poker again it's so again. easy and fun. And I always like it. And there's, I don't know. It's so easy to set up. It's so fast to play. I really like that. Yeah, game. and it's like
2: different each time, and mm-hmm. like you can always and you always feel each time you play, you're like maybe this time I'll win, like I'll yeah. do better or something, and then <laughs> like, like I
0: probably won't, but like maybe, yeah,
2: yeah like anything just, is I possible. Need, I just need the right card. Like I just need the number four path, and everything's gonna be great. And then you're like, no, it
1: didn't happen.
0: And yeah. you're yeah. like, <laughs> well, this sucks. this sucks. I guess I'm everything's not scoring terrible. Terrible. any point.
2: <laughs> so just just noting, Kokoro is just a really fun. Yeah draw cards and
1: write. Yeah, in. I'd highly recommend all of these games. They're yeah. all like I haven't played Kodama Duo, but I bet if you're a person who like plays a lot of two player games, I'm sure it's really good. Like I like all of these games. They are currently kickstarting a new game called Kodama Forest. Which I kick started as soon as I saw. I funded it right away because I was like, this is Shut going to up be great. and take my money. <laughs> I was like, it's got Godamas and it's cute. And this one is a tile laying game. So you have a little forest all of yours all by yourself and you are placing tiles in it to make um, different patterns of trees. And there are little sleepy pandas that go in there oh. and cute frogs. And you can also put tiles onto your neighbor's mats to fuck them up, so it sounds a little bit more aggressive than <laughs> the uh, other games in this. Like, you couldn't be enough of an asshole in Code Down, though. We better fix that. I know. I was like, I haven't played one of these games that you can actually be kind of a jerk in, yeah. so like, I guess... I guess I have to try it, because if there's anything I like more than Kodamas, it's being a jerk. <laughs> but yeah, all of these games are super great. I highly recommend all of them. Kodama, I believe, was the first one they released, um, and it's a classic, and I love it. Uh, what do you guys like about this one?
0: I like the Kodamas. I just like looking at their cute little dumb faces. Yeah, I love their dumb mm-hmm. faces.
1: I like trying to build a pretty tree. Like, you have
2: all the car- the tree mm-hmm. cards, and you're trying to line up the branches. It's also one of the most frustrating things, is because, like, so Sometimes the branches don't line up perfectly and you're trying so hard to get them to match up just right. You like so it's like frustrating, but it's yeah. also like I want it to be perfect and I want it to be beautiful and I feel very satisfied when it's like at the end of the game, I'm like, look at my beautiful tree. Yeah. And how wonderful it
1: is. It I makes get, me happy. I get upset if I like if my goals make it so that it's too much. Like, better for me to make my tree unbalanced somehow. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want my tree to look like beautiful and balanced, like Mm -hmm. a nice, beautiful tree would. I don't know. I also like making a beautiful tree. I also really like all the little features are really cute. I get, I get like, I don't know possessive about which feature i'm gonna do so like even though maybe i got a caterpillar goal i'm like no caterpillars aren't my favorite feature i want to do flowers or fireflies or mushrooms because
0: those are the cutest in Mm -hmm. my opinion (laughs) all right the next game on the agenda for today is herbaceous Cause cute little herb plants grow in the spring. So nice. Yeah. This is just a, it's a really cute little light game. Um, for one to four players, takes about 20 minutes. I think it's really relaxing. And it's just so beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. Beth Sobel did the art for this one. We've talked about her before, um, doing stuff in Wingspan and some other games. So it's just so pretty, and it's just got the beautiful plants. And you pick the herbs and put them in the pot. And I really
1: like the art on this one. It's so the I don't know the whole theme of it feels very relaxing. And like I guess that's true for all of the games we're talking about today. Like mm-hmm. they're just sort of peaceful, relaxing games, yeah. even though. Maybe sometimes I play some of them a little aggressively.
0: <laughs> like Well, yeah. I mean, people steal the herbs that I want. I know. But I will,
1: I will fuck you over if <laughs> I think you're going to get
0: the biscuit before I get the biscuit.
1: <laughs> it's all about the biscuit. all about the biscuit. <laughs> but, like, all of them are so pretty and relaxing yeah. and they make me feel like I should go live in a beautiful cottage and be, uh, like, uh... A gardener and have no responsibilities. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so this is a game about picking and potting herbs. So it just comes with a whole bunch of cards. Uh, there are seven different types of regular herbs, which are tarragon, lavender, sage, saffron, rosemary, dill, and bay leaf. Delicious. And three <laughs> special herbs, uh, which are mint, chive, and thyme. And those ones are all worth some bonus points if you plant them in the right pot. And also if you get all three of them together... You get the biscuit, which we will talk about. We will talk about later. The biscuit is so important. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's, it's how you win, really. (laughs) It's the moral victory. So on your turn, you get to draw a card and then you can either put it in the public garden where everyone has access to it and could grab it to put in a pot, or you can put it in your private garden where only you can have access to it. And then after that, draw a second card and it has to go in the other one. So you kind of have to guess like, oh, is this herb better for me or do I think the second one will be better? And then at the beginning of your turn, before you do that, you can choose if you want to pot any herbs into one of your pots. And they all have different rules for what herbs can go inside of them. And they score points based on the number of cards in there. So you want to be able to get like the maximum number of cards that matches that rule so there's a large pot where you just have to have one to seven cards of the same type. So like if you had seven rosemary, it would be worth a ton of points. But maybe seven of them aren't out there. So you put in five and it's worth slightly less points, but it's still a lot better than, you know, getting stuck with just one at the end. There's a wooden planter where you can just do one to seven different cards. You wanted to try to get the best variety. Small pots have pairs of herbs and the glass jar fits any three, any three at all. It's a Wild West of herbs and you get bonus points for your special herbs. It's the only container you can put your special herbs in. And most importantly, the first person who can get one of each of the special herbs in their glass jar gets the biscuit. The
1: biscuit.
0: <laughs> the magical herb biscuit. Yeah. It is worth 5 points and it just on the art it looks really delicious. Mm -hmm. Except for the fact that the special herbs, so you need to have one of each, and the special herbs are mint and chives and thyme. I know. I never thought about that before, but, like, the mint is a problem, right? Yeah. So I had to know, since I'm quarantined, Mm -hmm. I made these biscuits today. Yeah, Mm -hmm. how are they? You know, they're not bad. (laughs) If I were on a different day to be like, I want to make some herb biscuits, I probably wouldn't put that mint in there. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But it's not like awful. It's like kind of understated because it's an even balance of everything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it tastes pretty good, but like it'd probably be better without that mint in there. Yeah. (laughs) The picture of the biscuit. Why'd you put that mint in there? Yeah, the biscuit. The picture of the biscuit is
1: like mouthwatering. I look at it and I'm just like, I need to eat a biscuit right now. It looks so buttery and delicious. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It looks like an exceptionally delicious biscuit.
2: Yeah, but now
1: that I know that there's mint in there, I'm a little skeptical. I think maybe it would be better if. They switched it out for the dill, or yeah, like the dill or the rosemary. Or would be so good,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, I was trying to just look at recipes to get a feeling for like how much of each herb to put in there, yeah, I found so many other recipes were like, you can put dill in here. I was like I- that probably tastes amazing. I love yeah. dill. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate mint, but like that goes in my julep, not my biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> but this is a really good not playing to win game because it's one where if I do lose, but I got the biscuit, like I'm fine. Like, whatever. Like, you maybe had more points, but I had the biscuit.
1: The biscuit is honestly more important to me than winning, but if I can't get the biscuit, I don't want anyone else to have the biscuit either.
2: If you lose and you don't get the biscuit, then you, like, feel like you really... Really fucked it up. You really fucked it up. Like, you really lost, and that's a little bit sad.
0: Yeah. I feel like the biscuit is always my goal, because, like, when you draw your first card and it's not a special herb... I almost always put that one in the public garden because like if a special herb comes up, I need it. myself. No No one else can have it because they'll get in between me and my one true love, the biscuit.
2: (laughs) Biscuit.
0: Other than that, it's just kind of a a push your luck game a little bit because you're constantly waiting for more cards to be available. So you have more to put in your pots Mm -hmm. because, you know, if you have four lavender out there, maybe you want to see if a fifth or sixth one will show up. But, you know, maybe your neighbor is okay with four and just scoops them all up and then you're back down to zero and it's sad face Supreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a hard it's a hard balance to
1: hit with this game because like you absolutely cannot like get every single pot totally filled. Yeah. You just can't because there's not enough cards in the game to make that work. But you can try to get the most that you possibly could and fuck over your friend. And like it's a hard balance to strike.
2: Mm-hmm. I will say, I don't know if you've had this experience too, Kate, but when we've played two player, um, The push your luck, we, Sarah and I at least, we've been like more waiting towards the bottom of the deck before we start planting Mm -hmm. versus when we start playing with three or four players, then the rush to plant it feels more there's more, oh, more yeah. pressure with the multiple players there's... I feel
0: like I'll plant two things just like right away like fuck it I just yeah. need something in
2: this pot yeah versus with two players I feel a little bit more like I can take my time before I start planting and then like towards like when we start getting down in the deck then I'm like yeah now it, I should start planting it but like, absolutely yeah.
1: plays differently with three or four than it does with two mm-hmm. like two you have some time to think about it you don't have to worry too much because you only have one other person to pay attention to what they're doing and what they're potting but like with three or for there's like a lot of variables and you have to like move a little
0: faster. Mm. Although I played the, I played this two player yesterday and the problem I had, I mean, it's still similar to what happens with multiple pairs, where I'm like, should I pot now? No, no, I'll wait one more I turn. Know you should never wait that extra turn. <laughs> and then immediately he scoops them all up and throws on his pot. It's like, oh yeah, I guess save some a lot. herbs for the rest of us. Do you guys have a favorite part of this game? Besides
2: the biscuit, I really just, I think we said it, it's just kinda like, I like, it's, it's not pressured, like it's not, I don't feel as stressed playing this game as I do other games. Like, I do get annoyed sometimes when Sarah takes the cards that Mm -hmm. I want. And I do say Sarah, because I play this most of the time with her. Like, most of the games I play. (laughs) So I do feel that, but, like, it's just such a pretty game, and I do feel more calm and relaxed when I play it than, like, other games. And, like, I like that feeling. I like just looking at the pretty herbs and just being like, oh, this is nice. Like, what's going to be in my garden this time? Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's like the nice, soothing feeling of being just, like, in a greenhouse full of herbs. It's just like, oh, these Mm -hmm. are beautiful, and I'm so happy And I wish that like I had herbs to smell when I played it
2: sometimes. Oh yeah. Sometimes it makes me feel like I wish like I could smell like most. I, I could smell like this
1: lavender. Or something. It makes me like, wish I had a little herb garden. Mm-hmm. Like I feel that 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 I could, every like every time place I next it. to me I yeah. yeah, maybe I should make a little. Herb should garden. get started on that. Oh, be cute. Yeah, would be so cute. Now's the
0: time. Get planted. <laughs> you know, once the snow stops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, my favorite part, besides the biscuit, which is obviously everyone's favorite part, um, is the card art. It's it's very pretty. I don't know. All the d- herbs look so different. And I feel like I can now identify some of these herbs that I couldn't before. <laughs> Educational. Mm-hmm.
0: I think my favorite part is also the art. It's just so pretty. Mm-hmm. It's so gosh darn pretty. Like, even like the backs of the cards are pretty. And the little marker, there's like these little arrow markers yeah, the, that point at markers. your garden. Yeah. And they're really cute. They have
1: like, like a, a pretty little filigree sort of thing
0: going yeah, on. Yeah. So they point to your private garden. And they remind me of like the little plant markers that you put in your garden to like yeah. label what yeah. herbs are which. So mm-hmm. they're really cute. So yeah, it's just, it's so pretty. I like it. Yeah, it's a good it's game. Good. It's got a nice little insert to hold the cards and a little separate little cutout for those mm-hmm. markers.
1: Mm-hmm. Good I job, I heard game. That there's, isn't there a,
0: an expansion to this game called, like, Herbaceous Sprouts? There, Herbaceous Sprouts is a different game. It's Ooh. with dice.
1: <laughs>
0: and I haven't played it, so I don't really know what the deal is, but I think it's like a standalone game with dice instead of cards. Mm. I want that. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I want maybe that. I should get that. Maybe I should get that and then we can do a follow-up.
2: <laughs> so I guess that brings us from Herbs to Flowers. Flowers! Which, beautiful, yay! Beautiful Flowers in the game Lotus by Renegade Games. Um, It's two to four players, takes about 30 minutes. So I don't know if I've ever read the overview for Lotus. This happens with me with several of these games that we do. I've never actually, like... I realize I've maybe never read the overview, like flavor text, but in this game, the flowers in these gardens, they're mystical gardens that provide eternal life and what? everlasting wisdom. And we're trying to grow these flowers so that we can harness their energy and like get the knowledge from the flowers. I mm-hmm. have apparently also never ever read
0: that. Yeah. We want, I just to- thought they were pretty and you were growing them because they were pretty. We want, and we
2: use the garden instec- insects to, get the strength to ultimately have the lotus garden and achieve true enlightenment Mm. yeah so i have never read that flavor time i didn't realize it was so
1: meaningful (laughs) no
2: i thought we were just like we all wanted to have pretty little gardens yeah of flowers is how i took this game but no it's about getting eternal life and true enlightenment so learn something new um, So the components of this game, you have your pretty flower cards. You have uh, little wood tokens to represent the different players. You have red ladybugs, yellow butterflies, blue dragonflies, and green caterpillars, which are the most unfortunate wood tokens. They look like little poos or <laughs> little ridge sex toys. <laughs> For lack of a better thing, that's what they are. And they're unfortunate, but they're supposed to be caterpillars.
0: <laughs> they do look like anal beads, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is sad, because I want to be them because they're the green one, and I just want to be the green one.
1: And I get this weird
0: little derp. Yeah, they're not yeah, great.
1: Normally I would pick green as my color a lot of the times, too, but not, not this game. Not, not this game. game. <laughs> it's
2: not the best.
1: Um, so in this one, the first
2: player is the player with the greenest thumb. So unless we schwazy, I never go first because I kill <laughs> everything that I touch. But that's fine. In this game, you get your hand, everyone has their own separate deck of petal cards. And what you're trying to do is play your petal cards into the center. There's a garden and you're playing to complete flowers. And the goal is to have control over the flowers and complete them. So your own petal cards have, like, a little indicator that gives you, like, one or two control over the flower. And some of the flowers have three petals. It's three to seven petals that it takes to complete them. So, like, you might have a purple flower that's only three, or you have, like, one of the pink flowers that has seven petals. I'm sure these flowers have names, and they're different types of flowers. Yeah, I'm Um, pretty sure.
0: Like, the think the seven-petal one is a lotus. Oh,
2: yeah. It probably is.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I know all the other. One that looks kind of like an orchid. The
1: white flower? Maybe? Yeah, maybe. I
0: think the 3.1 might be like an iris. Oh, yes, okay. there's
1: definitely an iris, there's a lotus. There might be a tulip. I oh, yeah, want to say. Yeah, I think the
2: four one is a tulip, a yeah. tulip. I don't know flowers, so I, I go by color. Maybe it tells me in the rule book, mm. and I didn't see it. But so you're playing petals, but everyone's playing on the same flowers in the center. So I am playing petals, and Sarah's playing petals, and I'm using us as examples, like onto the same flowers in the center. And then you also have your little guardians or your little wooden tokens to put onto your flowers too, which is an action, and that helps you get control over your flower as well. So like once you play, oh wait, it tells me here, Iris, Primrose, Cherry Blossom, Lily, and Lotus. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. So once you have, so like once I play the final, like the sixth petal on my Lily, I look and see who has control. So I completed the flower, so I'll get the flower because I put the sixth card on it. But let's say Sarah has control, then she'll get to have either a bonus power or take five victory points. And the bonus powers, you have three of them and you, they like do things like increase your hand limit or you get to play an additional petal card on your turn or you get to have a special guardian that lets you get more control over flowers. So really you're just on your turn, you're playing petal cards, you're getting more petal cards or you're moving a guardian to get more control. And it's just about getting flowers to get more bonus points. And you can definitely screw people over to take control of their flowers. So like, let's say Sarah has four control over like a seven flower. Like I can put my special guardian that gives me two on air and play like three petals on it. And all of a sudden I took the flower away from her. Yeah. Which is what
1: Arizona does when we play. And now
2: each at the end of the game, each petal card is worth a point. So I took seven points away from her plus like I got five victory points for as the bonus for completing a flower for having control over the flower when it was completed. So like I really screwed her over and it was terrible. And I will say that's one problem with this game as a two, when you play it with two players is that sometimes it's very unbalanced and someone can be kind of like a, you can kind of run away with it. As like some person can really just like screw over the other person and have all the flowers. And I've experienced this both as the person winning and the person losing, where it's like, you have 12 flowers, I have one. And I don't know how this (laughs) happened. And it, when you play with more, when you play with three or four players, it's not, it's more balanced. But so far with two players, I've only experienced it being kind of one sided.
1: Yeah. I think it's because with two players, it's so much easier to gain control because...
0: Yeah, it's not, like, split as many different ways. It's not ways. split yeah. so much.
1: Yeah. I'm mean, not competing with so many people.
0: Um,
2: I will say I really like the cards. I think they're really pretty. The flowers, it's... It's just all the cards are really pretty. Just look at and make like I like having like they say like oh you put your cards in like a stack to the side like once you collect your flowers. But I always leave them like out and open so I can see my pretty flowers and it's like a garden. So it takes my own private garden. garden. So it takes up a lot more table space that way. But like then I have my pretty flowers I can look at at the end of the game and that to me is a lot more satisfying. Yeah, it is. And personally, my favorite part of this game is. (laughs) Unlike the other two
0: games, is to kind of be an asshole, which isn't normally. I'm it's normally weird, not right? Because I feel the same way with this game. Like oh, my favorite is. part should just be putting the flowers together because they're fucking pretty, and I do really like that. But like the best part is to get that elder guardian that's worth two control and just sneak them onto somebody else's flower. You're like, oh hey, yeah, how do and, <laughs> and like, I don't. I'm not normally that
2: person. That's like. Feels good about being the asshole in games, but like something about Lotus, like I do feel good about like yeah, I put my oh wait oh sorry I have my elder guardian, so (laughs) just gonna put this here and oh hey look, let me just add this like two point control card too, and
1: this is mine now. (laughs) This is why I suck at this game so bad is because (laughs) normally I am an asshole when we play games, but I feel like in Lotus I'm more focused on making flowers than I am on gaining control of them, so maybe the that's Why I lose all the time because I suck at this game. I like never win this game, I'm really bad at it.
2: I win this game fairly often, so yeah. maybe that's it. Is that I like, maybe I'll I feel to... powerful in this game sometimes. Maybe I'll have
1: to try to be more of an asshole in this game. I don't know. I just like, I'm just like, I want to make the flower. So I'm always placing the petals, and I'm almost never using my guardians. Yes. And then I swoop in and I take your flowers after and you and place get, those petals. I hate that. <laughs> you
0: hate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's a little frustrating to be on the other side, too, because it breaks my heart a little bit that I can't put petals on a flower. But, like, it's very important that I steal your flower. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's very important.
2: <laughs> I'm happy you feel the same way
0: as I do. <laughs>
1: Those are my flowers. <laughs>
0: is that your favorite part, Kate, also then? Yeah, it is. I just, I love it. I'm just like, oh, what, what's this? My, my butterfly just landed on your flower? Oh, fancy <laughs> <can't see> that. <laughs>
1: That's so terrible. My favorite part part is finishing a flower and getting to put it in my garden. (laughs) My nice garden that I made.
0: You're such a nice person in this one circumstance. Circumstance.
1: (laughs) This is how it
0: feels from the other side when I'm being the jerk.
1: You guys are like, I just wanted to have a nice time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, otherwise, I mean, Lotus is just a cute, simple game about making gardens, Mm -hmm. achieving true enlightenment through harvesting these flowers. I think
1: I remember when you got this game, we were at Gen Con and Mm -hmm. like one of our friends had bought it. And so we played it at night, like on the first day. And we were all instantly like, someone's got to go back and buy this Mm -hmm. because it's so great. Yeah, it's a very
0: fun game, very cute. Yeah, I love it. You know what? It's been a while since we've uh, taken a trip over to the big board of board games. Yeah, it has been a while. So for anyone who's just listening to the first time, the big board of board games is just this running list that we've been keeping of all the games we've talked about on this podcast, and we are ranking them by the weight or difficulty rating that you can vote on on BoardGameGeek.com. It's just a scale of one to five, basically, like, how hard is it? Hmm. So how hard is it? (laughs) Which one should we start with? I'll just go in the order we talked about them. So, Kodama. Kodama. I think it's pretty easy. Maybe Cat
1: Lady? That's I was thinking Cat like, Lady. We have so, to- like around a
2: 1.35, I'd say. That's actually about what I was going to say 1.35.
0: Yeah. Just under Cat Lady. Yeah, Kodama was actually a bit heavier than I would have expected. Um, 1.69, so just under oh, – okay. Um, in between Takedo and Century Golem Edition. Just oh. a
1: little bit easier than having a nice vacation. Mm.
2: Just a little. As a whole, I think all three of these games are pretty light. I yeah. definitely rate all three of them under a 2.0. Well, because 0.
1: you don't want to be too stressed out. It's a nice yeah. spring it's day. Spring. You just want to have a yeah, fun just time. Just relax and yeah. feel the wind in the your hair. And stressful and enough. Smell the so plants, yeah. Spring to
2: be mm-hmm. easy, yeah. So herbaceous, um, I'm gonna put that we have quartz at one point two four, and I'm gonna put herbaceous right around there at the one point two four mark
1: pretty mm.
2: pretty standard, maybe one point two five just to give it a slightly it's not different not as number.
1: easy as tempera i i also
0: I feel like put it around where cat lady is like a one point three five. People what put I want this all one. People put this one pretty easy. It's actually right underneath tempura. No, a one point one eight. No, I didn't say I agree. I just said that's where it is. Okay, well I disagree. <laughs> I think it's harder than
1: tempura.
0: I think so too. I think yeah. so too. Well, and I think that
2: lotus is easier than herbaceous.
0: Yeah, I, Lotus- I don't. I think my biggest issue with all of these games today is I don't think I'd even agree with like, how they all sit like relative to each other. Yeah, but, you know, okay. whatever. I mean, whatever. I think
1: Bonus is harder than a Herbaceous, I'd say. Um, but I'm still going to put it right by Cat Lady at 1.35. I'm, I'm going to change
2: because based off of Kate's <laughs> statement, I'm going to put it above Tempura at a 1.22. 1.49.
0: Oh. That's a lot harder than I thought. That's
2: pretty hard,
0: huh? Yeah, it's above campy creatures, which I don't agree with.
2: (laughs) I don't agree. Board Game Geek, I don't agree
0: with you. Yeah. Shape up, guys. (laughs) Get your shit together. I
1: mean, I'd say if I had to rank how hard they are, though, I'd put Lotus as the hardest. Really? Yeah. But maybe that's because I suck at it so much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I put it as the easiest and then herbaceous and then Kodama.
1: Really? Yeah. I
0: think I definitely put Kodama at the top, so I guess I do. And I think I'd put Kodama at the with bottom. It. We all are just so, I guess, so much is. about which
1: is the easy one and which is maybe the one. Maybe it's just,
0: I guess my problem is it's actually been a long time since I played Kodama and I just don't. Yeah remember. I just
1: think Kodama is easier because you don't, you can't like interfere that much with other people. You can't but I
2: don't think I've ever won Kodama so maybe that's why it's hard to meet. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I don't know if I've
1: ever won Lotus so maybe that's why it's
2: hard to meet. (laughs) I'm not sure if I've won Herbaceous but like I I at least have. At least Herbaceous I've never felt like angry. I've never felt that anger because I've gotten the biscuit before so like If I've ever won, I've gotten that biscuit for sure. So, when you
1: play Kodama and you lose,
2: sometimes I feel sadness because I know sometimes I've lost by a lot like a laughable amount, like you know, like more than 40 points, and just been like, What the hell were you doing, Arizona? Like, is how I felt. (laughs) Like, that's
1: sad. Kodama is such a, a cute, happy game, just like
2: Kokoro, where sometimes it's like. You've won by like a hundred oh, yeah. Last points. time, and I, like I had like twenty-seven points. Last and like, time we what played, the I hell kicked you your doing ass, in and it
1: felt so good. <laughs>
2: it's also... it like I was waiting to get that four,
0: and I never yeah, got you didn't the four. Get the four. <laughs> well, I guess before we wrap up, should we just have a nice, uh, friendly discussion about spring? About spring? Spring? About spring. If it ever happened. About
1: spring, Kate. Yeah, I just
0: want to know what everybody likes about spring or what you don't like. I like seeing color return
2: to the earth, the beautiful flowers budding. Mm -hmm. Like the first day you go outside and you just like notice for the first time that there's flowers again. It's kind of like magical. You're like, Oh, hey, look, like the purple flowers are back. When did that happen? Like I didn't notice. That's kind of, you know. That's a little corny, but it's kind of peaceful when you're like, oh, that's nice.
0: Well, especially up here in, like, Minnesota, Wisconsin, where we live, like, the winter is so long. It's so mm-hmm. long. So just, like, seeing those first, like, flowers pop up, it's like, it's like I'm remembering what it's like to know happiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm full of this, like, euphoria. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I kind of agree,
1: Kate. (laughs) The first time I see a flower poking out of the dirt, I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Thank the Lord. I didn't believe it could happen. (laughs) I like spring. When I was a kid, spring was my favorite season. And now it's fall because fall has all the cool Halloween activities. But when I was a kid, I loved spring. And one of my favorite things to do was we had like a crab apple tree in our yard which got like all those really pretty like white blossoms on it and i would go stand under it and shake it so all the petals <laughs> rained down on my head and i felt oh, like a beautiful like a princess. beautiful princess yeah and i'd leave the petals like caught in my hair and my parents would come home and be like why do you have all these petals in your hair <laughs> take them out <laughs> I want to do that.
0: Mm -hmm. It's fun.
1: I would highly recommend it. Sometimes I still do it if I see, like, a crab apple or, like, an apple tree, like, while I'm just walking on the sidewalk, I'll shake it a little so that I get a nice spring Mm -hmm. of petals, and then I look
0: around and make sure no one saw me. (laughs) Because I grew up in Arizona, and we don't really have spring there. There's just I know. Summer, and then more cold summer. (laughs) (laughs) So there's never, like... Yeah, like the blossoms and stuff. Yeah. Spring much. is
1: spring is real good. It's a, mm-hmm. a it's a good time for remembering that like Hope exists. Imagine if we were having this p- pandemic in, like, the depths of winter. If it was, like, fucking January right now and you were, like, stuck in your house you can't do anything, but, like, everything is cold and sad. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. just
0: everything is bad on so many levels. Everything would be much worse right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love those first few warm, sunny days where I just want to do everything outside. So, like, mm-hmm. I'll even, like, bring my board games outside to play, like, in a sunbeam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. especially if you get the good matching games like bring herbaceous out there or like cottage garden oh, yeah. or spring meadow or something it's just mm-hmm. like yes the world is right i like <laughs> that
2: first day where it's like it's usually like more like early march or something but then it's like 40 degrees so it's still like you know, chilly. But then like you go outside and like people are wearing like fucking shorts and t-shirts because they're yeah. like, Oh my god, it's like not ten it's degrees so outside nice, yeah. it's so nice. And like so it's like sunny and forty, and they're yeah. like, Yeah. And they're shorts like shorts and t-shirts, are, like grilling and stuff. They're because, like, like no like,
1: part of my skin has seen the sun in yeah. six months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a a vital need for vitamin D right now.
0: <laughs> I mean, forty degrees in March is like a hundred percent warmer than forty degrees in October. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It's like you change. Winter makes you, you a change person. person. Yes. Yeah. Those
1: dark days of winter where yeah. it's like
0: negative 15 yeah.
1: with a wind chill and you're like, I'll never see the sun again. Yeah. I'll never know warmth. Mm-hmm.
2: Or when you realize all of a sudden that it's like 7.30 or 8 o'clock and it's still light outside. And you're oh, like, that's, you're like, yeah. oh, that's my a good God. time. I love that. Even
1: in early spring when you're like it's 5 o'clock and yeah. it's still light out <laughs> yeah. and like, wow 5 o'clock
2: but he was listening to this and they don't live in like the midwest like you don't understand yeah how so. hard it is how, how hard, hard it, it is be. when it gets
0: dark at 4, four o'clock, o'clock after after so.
2: when you go to work in darkness and you come home yeah, and it's, it's darkness, darkness yeah. it is
1: both literally and
0: spiritually dark yes yeah. <laughs> I think the only thing I don't like about spring is just how fucking dirty it is. Mm. Yeah. Like, all the snow melts and just yeah releases, like, six months of accumulated shit onto all the streets. Of, it's a
1: little gross sometimes. And it's,
0: like, wet and sloppy and bleh. <laughs> Just like you. Wet yeah. and sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Especially on days like this, when it's April 12th. It's- Fucking snowy. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything green poking up yet, I can't fucking see it anymore.
1: Because just
0: white, yes. gray.
2: Bleh. I will say I do get, as someone who doesn't regularly check the weather, that it's not least here power of spring is how unpredictable it is. Because like, yeah, we had a day just last week where it was like 65 and sunny yeah. and beautiful. And then we had 40 and raining. And, yeah, then there's – it snowed the other day and I think it hailed one day and, like – so, like, I never know what it is and, like, by this point I've decided, like, I'm not going to wear my big heavy coat again. Yeah. But, like, yeah, there that's are days gone. where, like, I still need to and then I'm just cold and sad. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do about that, though. There's literally nothing I can do about knowing what the weather is going to be. So I'll just be sad every now and then. And that's just part of spring to me.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I The only thing I don't like is that sometimes it rains too much. Mm -hmm. And I don't mind if it rains and, like, I don't have to, like, go anywhere. But if I have to, like do a lot of like back and forth to the car if I go to work or something I don't like when it rains cuz my feet get all wet.
0: <laughs> yeah, someone who doesn't own a car and bikes everywhere, the rain yeah. can be kind of a drag.
1: Yeah, and I usually Especially take the in bus, like early so spring like, when it's
0: like cold yeah. rain. Ugh. Yeah.
1: And I usually take the bus so then like by the time I get to work in the morning, my feet are wet from walking through the rain. So that's like that sucks, but I like I like spring pretty good. I, I don't do. have allergies or anything either, so like that yeah, doesn't bother nice. me. I think people who have allergies probably suffer a lot. <laughs> yeah, I
0: just I just love the happiness and the uh-huh. plants. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. they go hand in hand because the plants make me happy because I love yeah. them.
1: Mm-hmm. the first day we went out and there there was like plant like flowers growing and stuff. I like pointed to a plant. And I was like, oh, look, a crocus is up. And Arizona made a face at me and was like, oh, look at me. I'm Sarah. I know that you have flowers. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> I was very cranky. I think I forced you to go on that walk. Yeah, right? I didn't yeah. want to go on a walk.
2: And then you're all happy about seeing flowers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright, I guess that's all for now, so hopefully everyone can get out of their house and see the beauty of spring safely, six feet away from other humans, you know, if it's not mm-hmm. snowing where you live. Um, and then maybe if it warms up, you can even play a game outside. All right, mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter at win. check us out. We can be friends. NotPlayingToWin at gmail.com if you want to let us know your thoughts about any of this shit. And um, our not Playing to win on Reddit, memes about flowers and board games, please. Please,
2: please, (laughs) please, please. please.
0: Yep, that's our blog where I'll post maybe something.
2: Oh, and a picture! You should post at least a picture of your biscuit thing.
0: Oh, I'll post a picture of my biscuit. Oh yeah! I hope you're already that biscuit. That biscuit. It's all about that biscuit. All about the biscuit. All right. Um. Farewell, like ask away to biscuit. Bye. Bye.
2: Not playing to win.